Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include customer satisfaction, my interview with United One Sean Higgins on the vendor status of full-service mortgage, credit reporting, fraud solutions, appraisals, title insurance, and loan closing support, and more labor market indicators ahead of tomorrow's payrolls report. Today's podcast is brought to you by Encino, makers of the Encino Mortgage Suite for the modern mortgage lender. Encino Mortgage Suite's three core products, Encino Mortgage, Encino Incentive Compensation, and Encino Mortgage Analytics, unite the people, systems, and stages of the mortgage process. See how Encino can support a home ownership journey that your borrowers and your team will love at Encino.com. Occasionally, someone will accuse me of having a sense of humor. If true, it can be traced back to my parents, but a portion of it came from watching Norman Lear's shows like All in the Family, Sanford and Son, Maud, The Jeffersons, and movies like The Princess Bride. Mr. Lear died yesterday, but his impact will be long felt. Audiences loved his shows, and I'm wondering, does your customer love you, no matter the price? That's the case with Coke. The beverage. <laughs> the average price of a 12-ounce can of Diet Coke in a package of 12 was $0.34 cents in 2018, but hit $0.56 cents per can in October of 2023, a 65% increase. In general, diet or regular, prices have shot up. The average price of a Diet Coke at a restaurant hopped from $2.05 to $2.77 over that same time period. Inflation at many levels is impacting rates, including treasuries and mortgage-backed securities. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome onto the show United One Sean Higgins to talk about the vendor status of full-service mortgage, credit reporting, fraud solutions, appraisals, title insurance, and loan closing support. He's Executive Vice President of Sales and Marketing at United One Resources, Inc., a Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania provider of credit reports, appraisal management services, real estate information services, title insurance, and settlement services, and real estate property tax monitoring. He leads all sales, marketing, and credit operations for United One, where he's been employed since 1992. Hey, that's the year I was born. <laughs> His primary goal is to drive growth and ensure that our clients are provided with the best products and technology to make timely and accurate loan decisions. He's very passionate about loan officer education and speaks often to lenders on credit reporting, credit score improvement, and improving loan closing rates. So as I said in introducing you, United One is a provider of credit reports, appraisal management services, real estate information services, title insurance, and settlement services and real estate property tax monitoring. Uh, hopefully I didn't just steal your thunder here, but can you talk about United One a little bit, maybe your your history and the services that you provide? Sure. I'd be glad to provide that information. So we've been in business since 1918. I'm here for 31 years, so I missed the first bunch of years. But ever since then, uh, we've been focusing on on lenders. We we want to provide them with all the services that they would need from application to closing, whether it be a first mortgage, uh, a second mortgage, or a commercial loan. We're pretty well known uh, as being a solid provider across all of those services. And so there's a lot of vendors in the industry. At, at the conferences I go to, I see various booths all over. Uh, what do you feel like sets you apart from your competitors for each product? 
I would say that we're pretty unique in the fact that we have all the services under one roof. Uh, we're, we have some deep integrations with the leading loan origination softwares that allows us to be a, an active participant in all the different transactions, whether it be a credit report, floods on a termination, real estate appraisal, uh, title insurance, tax monitoring, so on. So we're, um, we're really well known for our high level of client service. We're very, very focused on that. We're a good sized provider that's well known for high level of client service and, and client engagement. We spend a lot of time uh, selling beyond the transaction. That's what we're most known for. So you're saying it benefits the company to have a wide variety of expertise rather than focusing on one product, correct? That's correct. And that's what we have at United One. We have we have subject matter experts across all of our services uh, that really get engaged with a client and help them. It's not a, a call center or a work ticket environment. It's people actually getting on the phone and making relationships. Probably one of the best compliments we ever receive from our clients is that they view us as an extension of their business. So let's talk about one specific aspect of United One. Uh, and that's your tax monitoring technology. Uh, it, it looks like there's some cool stuff going on in terms of tech. Can you walk us through it? Absolutely. Uh, so we got involved in that business in about 2006. There was a call from a lot of our lenders uh, that said, hey, we have to start monitoring our taxes. We've never done it before. And now we fast forward now to 2023. So we've been at it for 17 years. And uh, in the very beginning, it was very, very um transactional, if you would. There would be you know, reporting and there would be exchanging of data. And what we did is our CEO, uh, Denise Caesar, and a couple of our, our other stakeholders here, we sat down and we designed a system that we're very proud of. Um, the thing that we have that separates us from the providers that are out there is we have a dashboard. And the dashboard can allow the user or the client to gain access to their delinquency information in one or two clicks. It's it's pretty simple. There's no drill downs doing reports. And um, when we're out selling that product to our, our, our lender clients, we like to let them know we sell two things. We sell them insight into their portfolio and we sell them access to the information. So recently we brought on board a, a very large lender uh, for tax monitoring that had not been using the services before. They were just relying on someone within the bank to monitor it. And, and what they found out is pretty quickly, they, they found a $5 million hole in uh, in their tax monitoring, meaning that there was about $5 million worth of delinquencies that we were able to present to them. And um, hopefully a lot of your listeners will know that, that unpaid real estate taxes is going to have a very, very significant impairment in lien position should they go to delinquency. Generally, what happens is the lender will step up and pay it, but they're usually putting some bad money out on the streets after a bad problem. So the technology, it's pretty good. It's a lot better than what we've seen. We took the best of what we saw and we improved upon it. Well, I want to run through some issues in the the current market. Uh, and maybe you can touch on how you can help. Uh, I have five of them here. So let's go one by one. Uh, credit is a huge topic of conversation right now. Costs are increasing. Companies are, you know, most of them are passing it on to the borrower. Uh, it, it just created a headache. When it comes to credit rescoring, what's going on and how can you help? So we um, we find that we can actually show up in a lot of closings every month. And uh, the first thing I always like to, to, to establish in a conversation about credit rescoring is we are not credit repair. We are a credit reseller that has uh, contracts with each of the three national repositories, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. 
we were an Experian affiliate for many, many years, which means that we owned our own data file. So we're very, very well versed in the credit uh, rescoring and credit data process. Uh, generally, where we get involved is when a, a lender will pull a credit report and, and there's going to be a shortage. Um, they'll look at, at an opportunity to, to win a deal. Uh, they'll look at the scores, the, the improvements that are available in pricing on score. And uh, we'll we'll take a look at it. We have a, a sharp team here that's spent many, many years uh, honing up their skills, and they will provide a path for that lender. And uh, the lender will obviously sit down with their consumer, provide the path to them and say, if you do these things in this amount of time, your score can improve by this much. And it's it's a really significant part of our, our our reputation, and it's a very significant part of our business because I feel that we spend quality time with lenders selling beyond the transaction. You've heard me say this twice now in this conversation. We have to sell beyond the transaction to make a difference. And you know, every application right now is very very important to lenders. It's a tough market out there right now, and if we could help them make a difference, I feel like we're 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 providing a value that's sort of lacking uh, in the industry and it helps us win business. Well, another thing that's necessary right now is LO education. So when it comes to that, uh, how's United One fit in? So when when a loan officer gets uh, a referral, whether it be from a, a family member, uh, a realtor, whatever it may be, um, you're going to find right now in this market that a lot of these consumers are well, well researched. A lot of them are millennials. And one of the things that we find the most is uh, the the millennials show up at the applicant at the application, maybe with a, a, a preconceived notion of how credit scoring works. So I spend a lot of time along with my team making sure that these loan officers, when they're at that point of sale, engaged with the consumers, understand the differences in the scores. Because if you can sit and explain to someone how a credit score really works, as opposed to a different model that might be out there in the marketplace. I think that's very significant because a loan officer is going to want to be viewed as a trusted advisor when they're speaking with their applicants. And if they can win one deal, then it's going to turn into a mushroom effect, which means it's going to provide additional referrals. So that is very, very critical. Once again, selling beyond the transaction, making sure that these loan officers understand what's going on, because there's a lot out there right now. And there's a lot of people with opinions and you'd be surprised how much that has an impact. So we we get involved in the credit scoring side. We let them understand how collections are impacting uh, credit scores because there's a big change for that. So anything that's current and relevant, we're in front of them. Uh, we have many, many loan officers at our clients, and we try to make an impact with as many of them as we possibly can whenever anything comes up and spend as much time just reviewing, making sure that they feel comfortable with it and getting involved in helping them win more business. Well, one thing in the industry everybody certainly has an opinion on is trigger leads. Uh, it's not very popular. So when it comes to defeating trigger leads, how can you help out? So there's um, there's two types of trigger leads everybody should be aware of. One is a retention trigger, which the portfolio uh, group is is using to try to retain their portfolio. I think there's a place for those in the business. However, the marketing triggers, uh, when those are the ones where, say, for instance, a consumer's credit report has been pulled and they'll get 57 telephone calls or 100 telephone calls. Uh, that's tough. That's really tough. It's a pre-approved offer of credit and insurance. And um, it happens every day, all day long. So what we do is we spend a lot of time with our loan officers and we let them know that this is going to happen. It's no reason to avoid pulling a credit report. There's different tools that you could use, whether it be a soft inquiry, uh, 
coaching up a consumer to opt out of the of the pre-screen pre-approval process for these and it's another part of the the process in which we're selling beyond the transaction and working with these loan officers so that they can offer a full complement of information to their applicants and hopefully win more business and satisfy their realtor partners with with positive experiences and closed loans and more referrals and finally here we're at kind of this precipice of a real revolution in customer experience, borrower experience. And part of that is closing times. So when it comes to turnaround times on appraisals or quick close on title, uh, how's United One fit in there? So we have um we have strong we're a very strong provider in both services. So on our appraisal side, uh, I think that we have one of the best operational teams. So we have all the things that you have to have to show up and play the game, which is technology integrations, uh, good pricing, all that. But where we separate ourselves from our, uh, our appraisal providers is we have a very strong team. They're very well versed and uh, they're led by uh, a woman, uh, Jenny Centrella, who is a state certified real estate appraiser. So she can talk with appraisers and solve so many problems in the field with, um, with uh, the consumers, the lenders, whomever it may be. She's very, very strong, uh, a great asset of United One's been a a, a long time standout at United One. So she makes a difference. Her team is very, very strong. So we've got, I think what we've got at United One uh, that's starting to, you know, hopefully make its way uh, into this conversation and in a, a very apparent way is, is we lubricate a lot of these um, different processes with our people. You know, we have people, strong people, uh, awesome processes and great technology. So we can get these things done uh, a lot quicker than than most places because we have early insight into the transaction. If we're providing credit reports and they're going to uh, use us for credit and appraisal, there's a, a real fast uh, step up or ramp up, if you would, uh, in the process where we've got an early insight into the application. They could speak to us about the appraisal and they could schedule the title. So we're we're very quick on the title closing. We 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 search the United States, uh, so we have a very strong search business. So it's no issues as far as waiting on a search or anything like that at United One. So we're we're very committed to the transaction. We're very committed to our clients. And as I said earlier in this in this conversation, it really means a lot when people view us as an extension of their business because that's one of the finest compliments I think you could ever get. So we'd love to talk to your client, I'm sorry, your listener base and learn more about their needs and see if we can help them close more loans. It's pretty cool to hear technology helping people helping technology, that that symbiotic relationship. Before I let you go here today, I want to ask about the overall credit reporting space and where it's going. Are there any new changes? Uh, and, and what do you see for 2024? So there's obviously a lot going on. There's um, There's been some changes that were delivered at the FHFA level, meaning that they would they would have two steps. One would be um, moving from a tri-merge to a bi-merge credit report. That has been sort of scheduled for later in 2024. It was initially a little bit earlier in 2024, but it's a little bit later. And there's some pushback from the industry, uh, obviously from the three credit repositories, and then also from uh, some consumer groups too as well. There's a concern that with two files, there may be some critical data that may have an impact in the decision or the credit score that may be missed. That's the first leg. And then in 2025, they're going to change the scores. They're going to go from having um, one score, FICO score, to having two scores. One will be a, a Vantage score, and the second will be a FICO 10T. That's going to be a bit of a change, too. That's 2025. Um, 
There's some big changes and and the rumblings with the pricing that you referred to a little bit earlier in the call is um is a lot. So um credit reporting um was pretty much uh, uh an unknown business when I got into it in 1992. And now um it's it's front and center. Everybody understands scoring, every under everybody understands pricing. Um it's it's become a big, big um topic of conversation um at the client level right now between the scores uh the buy merge versus the try merge and who knows what next can come out of it well as a quick follow-up what's the best way for people to stay on top of or stay ahead of what's going on in the credit reporting space um your dad has a lot every day i know that uh he's uh, <laughs> very well tuned in with that i i see uh, uh it's it's funny we've we've advertised with him and and we've also seen a lot of his uh his information in there on that. Um, FHFA has a lot of great information. Uh, they, um, they've been conducting calls on a weekly basis where they're sharing insight from large lenders, community groups, uh, some people in the credit scoring space. Um, all the industry publications are great. Uh, I think it's also incumbent upon lenders to lean in on their, their provider, ask them what's going on, much like we're talking about today. I have many conversations throughout the week, uh, as my sales team does as well, talking to uh lenders about what's next and 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 how can we how can we do a better job uh providing service to them at a, a at a cost that's meaningful and 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 work your way through the, the the trigger lead processes and and everything else that goes on i think the best answer i could give you align yourself with a good provider that's going to help you understand what's going on that's just not going to show up once a year with a price increase or a pricing proposal and sort of disappear. You have to have a strong provider. It's very, very important in this in this environment that we're in right now. Very well put. And you got me on your marketing speak here. Yeah, you got to have someone that that sells beyond the transaction. So, uh, Sean, I, I really appreciate you making the time today. This was great. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. As the debate rages over when next year the U.S. Federal Reserve will begin cutting rates, we learned yesterday that American employers unexpectedly cut back hiring in November, according to data from ADP. It's yet another sign of the labor market softening, but don't read too much into it before tomorrow's payrolls number. History shows it's a very bad guide. Despite pullbacks in hiring and spending, the service sector expanded at a faster pace last month on improved business activity. Challenge Gray and Christmas, Inc. tells us that U.S.-based employers announced 45,510 cuts in November, a 24% increase from the 36,836 cuts announced one month prior, but 41% lower than the 76,835 cuts announced in the same month in 2022, and today's figure marks the first time cuts were lower than the corresponding month a year ago since July. So far this year, companies have announced plans to cut 686,816 jobs, a 115% increase from the 320,173 cuts announced in the same period last year. The job market is loosening and employers are not as quick to hire. The labor market appears to be stabilizing with a more normal churn. Today's economic calendar also includes weekly jobless claims and wholesale inventories and sales for October. The U.S. Treasury will announce the details of next week's mini-refunding package, estimated to be consisting of $50 billion of three-year notes, $37 billion of reopened 10-year notes, and $21 billion of reopened 30-year bonds. Additionally, Freddie Mac will release its primary mortgage market survey, 
And we begin the day with agency MBS prices worse than Wednesday night by a few ticks or 30 seconds. And the 10-year yielding 4.15 after closing yesterday at 4.12%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Wondering what people were yearning for in 1978 versus what those same people are yearning for in 2023? Long hair has become longing for hair. Those that wanted eight tracks now have cataracts. Those that got kegs for the frat house are now getting EKGs at the doctor's office. And if you were streaking, now you're leaking. Acid rock has turned into acid reflux. Staying alive was the song, now it's the goal. They went from hoping for a BMW to hoping for a BM. <laughs> Going to a hip joint? Nah, getting a new hip joint. Rolling Stones to Kidney Stones, Bell Bottoms to Big Bottoms, and Disco to Costco. Speaking of which, they used to listen to rock and roll through the night. Now they hope to sleep through it. My dad used to think he knew everything. Now I hope he knows my name. Thanks again to NCNO, makers of the NCNO Mortgage Suite, for the modern mortgage lender. NCNO Mortgage Suite's three core products, NCNO Mortgage, NCNO Incentive Compensation, and NCNO Mortgage Analytics, unite the people, systems, and stages of the mortgage process. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.